0: So our podcast is called Right and Wrong. So are
1: these your notes? These <laughs> Are these your notes about what we're going to say? Uh, Anything. Yeah, it. It's a short answer. <laughs> so how many novels did you not finish? Oh my Pardon? God, so many. <laughs> 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 it was perfect. What
0: are you talking about? This is massive. Ooh, a spicy question. I love it.
1: <laughs> this is it, guys. The big secret to getting published. is you have to write a good book. i <laughs> had it here first. We're going to Hello and welcome back to the Right and Wrong podcast. I'm Jamie and today I'm excited to be talking with ghostwriter and founder of The Pocket PhD, Emily Crookston. Hi, Emily. Welcome to the show.
0: Hey, Jamie. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me.
1: Well, I'm very excited to have you on. I know next to nothing about ghostwriting, so it'll be really great (laughs) to get into that. But to start things off, why don't you tell me and everyone listening about what you do with Pocket PhD?
0: Sure. Yeah. So, yep, as you mentioned, I'm a ghostwriter. Mm. Uh, I like to call myself the ghostwriter for Rebels, Renegades, and Mavericks because <laughs> I really like working with authors who have something, you know, a little different to say. They might have disruptive ideas. They might have, um, you know, more innovative ideas than mm, okay. than, than some others um, who, you know, are could, could more likely write their own stuff. <laughs> you sure, know, they, sure. they, the people that I work with need some help navigating, um, a little bit, you know, they're trying to write different books. They're trying to do something right. a little different. Um, which in that's fun for me because it's like a new puzzle to play with. Yes. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so basically I write business books. I say business development and personal development type books. Okay. Uh, and I work with authors who, you know, they have a, a thought leadership idea. They, have a big idea that they want to get out there and they have don't have enough time to write it or they don't have the inclination to write it themselves so I help them by writing doing the writing
1: okay brilliant so when you say you write business books and 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 Mm -hmm. that sort of thing can you just elaborate a little bit on that
0: yeah, sure. Um, so, you know, if you have a business and you want to maybe go on the speaking circuit or you want to um, have a piece of marketing, really great marketing material that you can share with Clients and prospects, that kind of thing, you might want to write a business book. You know, if you have an innovative idea or a system that you've created, I work with a lot of coaches who have systems that they've built Mm -hmm. um, and they want to put it into written form. Um, And so, you know, it's a really nice kind of mind meld, I always like to say, because, you know, I, I could never write these books myself and the person who I'm working with, the expert, uh, could never write the book themselves because they're too busy, you know, doing their thing. And, uh, so it's a really great marriage of those things, but yeah, yeah, I've written, I wrote a parenting book with a, uh, pediatric neuropsychologist. Um, I wrote a book with a pelvic floor physical therapist about the pelvic floor. Uh, Currently, I'm working on a book about, you know, bootstrapping your business, your startup, you know, rather than going the venture capital way, you know, here's another way to go bootstrap your company. Um, So yeah, it's, it's really fun. I work on so many different types of projects with so many different entrepreneurs and, you know, people looking to get their ideas out there.
1: Yeah, that sounds like quite the spectrum, mm-hmm. and, and mm-hmm. entrepreneurs all the way to like specialists and people who yeah. just want to talk about scientifics and things like that. That's great. Yes. Yeah. 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 Starting to make sense a little bit here because you 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 were originally in academia, is that right? You were um, yes. in philosophy.
0: Yes, I was a philosophy professor, um, and when I was ready to leave academia, I you know didn't really know what I wanted to do. I said, yeah. well. I think I like marketing. <laughs> um, so I actually started out ghost blogging. Someone was looking for marketing help, and it turned out that she had a, a, a small boutique um, website development and marketing company. Um, so she had clients who needed blogs, and she needed blogs for her website. Um, so I, I figured I just realized, I didn't realize this was even a job <laughs> people <laughs> did for other people. Um, but yeah, so that's how I kind of got my toe dipped in the water of ghostwriting. And then I said, Oh, I can do longer projects. Um, so started doing books.
1: Oh, okay. Great. So let's, so I've not, I don't really know anything about ghostwriting. <laughs> so let's get into the meat of it. Sure. First off you, it's, it's just sort of, Academic uh, business brand work that you do, is that right?
0: Yeah, mainly business. Yes, I, I work in, uh, exclusively on business books, nonfiction, you know, that mm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, okay. okay. Mm-hmm. And how does the process start? Do you mm-hmm. approach them? Do they approach you?
0: Uh, Most of my clients come to me, which is awesome. Um, (laughs) Really nice. Uh, Yeah, I'm not cold calling people and saying, hey, you have a book idea. Uh, (laughs) That doesn't usually work in my experience. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so they will usually have, they will usually, you know, reach out and say, I'm thinking of hiring a ghostwriter. Can we talk? Here's my book idea. You know, they'll have a vague idea. And I always require them to come to me with an outline before we get started. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I really need my authors to think, about the idea before we start talking about it. If they just, you know, have a topic in mind, it's gonna be a tough go because I really need a lot. You know, this is a very collaborative process for me. Um, I need them to give me a, a lot a lot throughout the process and I meet weekly with them and, you know, I have to kind of interview them to get out the information that we need. And if they haven't done enough thinking beforehand, it can be a, a real uphill climb. Um, right. Yeah. So I have them come to me with an outline. And the other thing is that, you know, it's, it's one of the challenges that I think people have when they come to Ghostwriters is they're not sure in the end if they're going to feel like it's their book, mm-hmm. you know. And so having them be so involved in the process and having them really, you know, outline the whole thing, have the big picture in their heads really helps them own it in the end, which is exactly yeah. what I want.
1: Right. Well, it sounds it actually sounds very similar to pitching nonfiction books to um, publishers or literary Mm. agents in that you have to have that outline. And that's the submission, Mm -hmm. really.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good way to think of it. They're, they're almost pitching their idea to me, (laughs) uh, to, to, to work with them. And yeah, it's, it, it, that works very well. You know, I have one client right now and she has a really detailed outline and it's just a dream because, Uh you know, I, I can kind of see the picture. She knows exactly what the picture looks like. And all I'm doing is putting the words on the page. Um, so it's a, it's a really nice process. Um, and yeah, I work with them over. Uh, it's a sixteen week process, so over the course mm-hmm. of four months, um, we meet weekly. I try to get a full draft done in eight weeks, so then we have plenty of time for editing. Um, and that, that, vary that works pretty well,
1: depending on the length of the project.
0: Um, not really. I always tell people to aim for around 40,000 words. Okay. Um, that's about a hundred to 150 pages printed. Sure. Um, so, you know, it's a good length for a business book. You don't want it to be super long. Yeah. I have written like a 60,000 word book. Um, but you know that not most most of these ideas don't need to be spun out for that long.
1: Sure, that's um, more of fiction kind of length.
0: Yeah, you know, you know, who, who wants to read like a textbook? You know, <laughs> um, you know, it's just people will, for. I think what people want out of a business book is something they can sit down and read in an afternoon or over a weekend. You know, mm. they or on a on a plane flight. I like to call them airplane books sometimes. Oh yeah, um, yeah, and I think that that's it's just a nice size for most most of the material that I'd be writing for business type okay. books.
1: You know? Right. And, and you, you touched on this earlier, but so when you write on behalf of a client, you are trying to sort of embody their voice.
0: Yes.
1: yes. Does that like, when, do you ever work on multiple things at once? And is it hard to sort of move between those headspaces of sort of imitating how someone else would write?
0: Um, yeah, that's a great question. Um, I, I usually work on only one project at a time.
1: Um, and
0: that's helpful. (laughs) Yeah. I really like to kind of immerse myself in one project. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's not always possible. And I, I will, you know, do ghostwriting plus editing a lot of the time. So I'll be editing a book while I'm also ghostwriting a different book. Um, I will overlap that way sometimes. Um, but yeah, you know, it's a little bit like method acting. I think, you know, I think <laughs> of it that way. Um, it can, you know, kind of seep into my head. It's, you know, it, this is like a common thing, but you know, the book that I'm working on never really leaves my brain. <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm on the beach yeah. in Costa Rica and I'm thinking about, you know, the, the book I'm going to be working <laughs> on next week. Um, yeah. But, you know, and but it's, it's really fun. And I think that I do have a sort of talent for capturing voices. I hear, the the cadence i hear the jokes that people tell and i'll try to like weave some of that stuff into the book um as i'm going sometimes i even will hear the person's voice in my head as i'm writing um which is pretty interesting
1: okay Uh, yeah
0: yeah so it's
1: so it's it is important that you you kind of see a writing sample as well as just kind of talking to the person and see how they would phrase things and how they kind of would explain something
0: Yeah, that's really helpful. The more material they have to share, presentations they've given, blog posts they've written, you know, interviews they've given, all that stuff is super helpful um, to have. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm
1: -hmm. And then, so my experience widely with publication and most of the guests we have on this show, it's largely fiction. had some Mm -hmm. non-fic, but it's a more, it's the very traditional route of, you know, literary agents to publishers, this, that, the other. But with that, there's always the, the editorial and sort of feedback loop to get a book ready, uh, and up to kind of scratch to be published. Is there, is there a lot of back and forth with the drafts that you do and your clients?
0: Um, it depends a bit on the client, but typically, you know, a lot of them like to be editing along as I'm writing. Okay. Um, and you know, that's, that's okay. You know, it's not, it's not ideal because sometimes they're you know, I say, well, let's wait till we get to the end and then we can edit because this might change given this other chapter, you know, yeah. uh, we, uh, so, so there's a little bit of, you know, figuring out how, how we can, how our styles work together that way. Um, other clients, you know, they just want to wait till the draft is done before they really dig into the editing. Um, and that's, that's when I think it works the best, but yeah, during that last kind of half of eight, you know, the eight weeks at the end of the project, there is quite a bit of hacking back and forth, um, Um, And, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of fun because, you know, they're adding paragraphs sometimes and then I'm editing and then other, other points, you know, they're doing the editing uh, on my writing. So yeah, it's pretty cool. Mm -hmm.
1: Is it ever like a little bit strange? Because as you said, it's kind of like method acting and you're sort of imitating them and then they're (laughs) editing and imitating. Is that kind of weird? (laughs)
0: yeah yeah yeah. it can it can be you know it can be there you know there's points where i'll go out on a limb you know like i don't know if they're gonna like this this is a little (laughs) bit edgier than they probably want you know and sometimes they'll say what is this you know okay okay we can you know we can we can back it off um so there's there's a little bit of that but i like to test those boundaries because you know i think that's the power of working with someone else to do the writing is you, you know the result should be something Thing that is better than what you could have written yourself yeah. you know and, it, and there might be these moments where you know yeah you wouldn't have thought to say it that way but actually that's the perfect way to say it you know and uh, that's always a fun
1: <laughs> you're kind of telling that you're showing them it's like yeah you wouldn't initially have thought to say it that way but now that you've seen it you're never not going to say it that way
0: yeah exactly <laughs> exactly there's so much Clarity that comes with writing a book, you know, it's you, you don't even realize the magic until you're, you know, doing it, and you're like, yeah. "Wow!" No, that's how I would say it, and it's just a matter of, you know, having to do that deep thought work, um, and I think it's helpful to have another person there to to be part of that process.
1: Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent, and so it's mostly um businesses or, or sort of individuals that you're working with mm-hmm. when it comes to publishing, does that mean it's it's a sort of self-published system that most of your books are going through?
0: Yeah. Most of my clients are self-published. So they'll take it to Amazon after they work Mm. with me and and put it there, or they'll take it to someone to help them with book design and formatting, that kind of thing. Um, I have had one client who's trying to go the traditional route. Um, But yeah, most of my clients are self-published. And I think that that makes sense for most you know the clients I'm working with anyway because yeah. they want to get it out there quickly. Right. Uh, they don't really care so much about the you know having the best publisher. Um, they're they're just mostly interested in using it as a marketing piece for them.
1: Yeah, so exactly. Awesome. So they're not they're not expecting it to be in bookshops and you know yeah. widely advertised and things. They, exactly they it for events and and mm-hmm. this that the other. Mm-hmm. Okay, the that one client that you're working on going the traditional route does it. Mm-hmm the order of events for that was it they were sort of working on something and then you worked with them and then they've then they're sort of moving into a submission process.
0: Um, no, we've actually, yeah, and that's a good point. We've sort of done it backwards. Okay. <laughs> we've written the book before she's really pitched it, you know, before she's oh, really okay. thought, thought through, you know, where she wants to to have it published. And you know, as you know, I'm sure that's a really slow and hard road to go. Yeah. And I've been mm-hmm. sort of trying to push her uh, in a different direction because yeah, yeah, I, I, I can just see her finding an agent finally and then coming back to me and saying we need to rewrite this whole book you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which very well could happen and i could say okay great then you're gonna have to pay me again like, yeah. you know, <laughs> um. pay me quite a fee yeah so it, it does pay to think ahead <laughs> about yeah, uh, how yeah, you want yeah. to do this yeah
1: because as i as i said like the way that you kind of take on new clients, what, the things you ask for from them, very similar to what agents and publishers ask for uh, for a yeah. nonfiction book, because mm-hmm. they don't they don't usually ask for much actual writing sample it's more about the layout and the kind of justifications and the reasoning so
0: yes exactly because they're thinking about you know how this book fits into their their set of books and in and how they're going to market it and all of that and yeah that makes sense and will this you know will this book sell that's a question to ask before you write the book I always (laughs) ask my clients the first question is what's the business case for this book (laughs) Uh, because it costs a lot of money and you know to spend that kind of money just to have a book done doesn't, doesn't make much sense. You know, you've yeah, got to exactly. be thinking about how it's going to return, you know, what's the return on the investment. So. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. You're not yeah. expecting this to be like front page of all of the um, number one bestseller lists and things like that. That's not, what the goal is right
0: here. right yeah you know i have contacts with people who will help you market the book and get it you know mm-hmm. into the bestseller lists on amazon um so sometimes that's a goal for but
1: in for category uh, because yeah, as you said it's, it's very business orientated
0: yeah. <laughs> yes yes yeah. Yeah, amazon is funny you know it's like oh this book was in the top you know book you know t- uh, top 10 under you know this very specific category yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, and every so. book is a bestseller you know in some way on on amazon so yeah Yeah,
1: i was chatting to (laughs) chatting to one of my friends who was on the podcast recently and she said after coming on the podcast she looked up her book and it had moved on amazon to like it was in the top uh it was in like the top 50 or something for Uh young adult Runaway fiction, or
0: something. <laughs> right, right, right. So weird. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or the bestseller list is like a hundred thousand books, or you know, yeah. some, something crazy <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, funny. it's
1: nuts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so have you, um, have you ever thought about doing anything sort of slightly out of the business sector? More sort of, um I mean, the the one thing that I think of as soon as someone says ghostwriter. Mm -hmm. which I imagine a lot of people do, is biographies. Mm -mm. Have you ever thought about doing something like that?
0: Yeah, I did do a memoir. Actually, my very first ghostwriting project was a memoir. Okay. Um, And I love the genre of memoir. I love to read memoirs. Um, And so it was a fun project. And actually, you know, some often, you know, clients who want to write business books, they want some element of memoir. Um, You know, they're telling their business story because, Mm -hmm. you know, here's how they figured out something, you know, it worked for them. And so they want to talk about it. Um, So, yeah, there's almost always that kind of element in there. But, yeah, I, I would love to write another memoir. I think they're really fun um and like i said I, I sometimes will work with people on personal development um type okay. stuff and so you know but but again those are always in the con- almost always in the context of business
1: sure uh, book yeah and then my follow up to that is have you ever thought about writing your own book
0: Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> yes. That is one of my big goals, and I actually started the book last year. You know, I started tinkering, tinkering around. <laughs> um, um, I should say, um, yeah. You know, I I really want to write a book on self awareness and my self awareness okay. practice. Um, the reason I kind of well, there's a couple reasons I stopped working on it. Uh, for one, I had a hard time outlining the book that I've kind of have in my head. Mm -hmm. Um, so that made it hard to write. (laughs) And for a while I just tried to write, you know, without an outline, but that wasn't working so well. But also I don't see, you know, asking myself the question, what's the business case for this book? It's not clear to me how that, that kind of book would, you know, further my business. And right now I'm very focused on that. Um, so in October I thought, well, I could write a book, you know, about owning your expertise, because I have a, a little video interview series where I interview experts and ask them kind of the same five questions. Um, so that would be sort of the logical book to write because it would be very easy. Yeah. I've got all this material. Um, so that might be the first book that I write, but yeah, I definitely, uh, have, I have, have ideas for writing my own book. And once I have the time and space to do that, I'm sure it will happen. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's yeah. That's, it's always the finding the time is always, always a tricky thing.
0: Yeah yeah
1: yeah um would you self-publish it or would you look to go traditional
0: oh it, it depends on what it ends up being I mm, think um sure. but yeah d- I will certainly publish do the self-publishing thing at some point because yeah. then I'll be a better advisor to my clients who are doing it for <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> um, <that's... laughs> one thing um and also I think for a business book that that's the way to go and I do want to write something on, uh, along those lines
1: yeah so, yeah sure yeah no that makes makes a lot of sense and you um you you also have an online course is did that is that still in existence
0: uh, actually it's not. It's not. Uh, okay. no, no, I, yeah, I had a thought about <laughs> creating an online course and yeah, I just, I probably should take it down from the website. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it was writing your book in 90 days and I just could not wrap my head around the marketing for that thing. Um, so yeah, yeah. I've kind of gone in a diff- different direction okay. since that idea.
1: Okay, sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that, that was, that feels like it was almost a book idea and then became an online course. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That could be a book idea too. That, that might be the best way to go for it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the whole idea was that, you know, you can write a business book in 90 days Mm -hmm. and I, and if you're going to write it yourself, I really think you should push to do it as quickly as you can. Um, because often I think new authors get into this place where, they're spending a year writing their book. And then by the time they're finished, they want to rewrite the whole thing because they've, their thought process has moved. Um, yeah. And I think of books as a snapshot of your brain. <laughs> so, you know, the best thing to do is get it done quickly, you know, as quickly as you can. And then, you know, you can always write another book if, you know, the ideas yeah. change massively. Um, but if you, you know, you can get into this cycle where you're just constantly rewriting um, for years and that's, you know, not a place to be.
1: Yeah. yeah i mean it's always interesting as well and not just with books uh with like sort of any art form watching an artist their kind of the evolution of their uh whatever they put out you know the, from this the early stuff as it gets goes on and on so if you did put out a business book and, and you were like this was my mentality in this year and then you put yeah. another one out next year and you're like this is my mentality yeah. and these are the reasons why i changed the ones from the last but that's so interesting
0: it is. Yeah. And you're really sort of showing people your thought process yeah. in, in doing that. And I think it's great. And, you know, a lot of the time you're building on what you've already written. It's not like you, you know, <laughs> you write one thing and you totally change your mind. You're like, yeah. no, what was I thinking? Um, you know, and occasionally that happens. But most of the time, you know, you're building on previous thoughts and it's cool to see that
1: process okay. laid out. Very cool. Well, Mm -hmm. I've learned a lot about ghostwriting, and that's uh, I'm I'm excited. (laughs) It sounds it's much broader than I thought it would be. I don't know why, but in my mind, it was just it was just a celebrity sitting opposite someone whose face is obscured. I don't know why their face is obscured, but in my mind, (laughs) because they're a ghostwriter, I guess, (laughs) and they're just kind of (laughs) dictating. (laughs)
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure that that's the way it works sometimes, but I prefer to do it this way. (laughs) I I
1: worry that sometimes the ghostwriter has never even met the person that they're writing the book about. Oh, yes. (laughs) There's no
0: doubt. There's no doubt that that happens. And I have, you know, met people who say, what do you mean we're going to meet every week? Like, I just want you to go away and write this book and go. And I just, I don't like to work that way. You know, so it's like, it's, it's yours and you should want to be involved in the process. I don't understand. Yeah,
1: 100%. Ghost, write, yeah. Like, ghost writing, the idea is that you are in theory, well, not, the ghostwriter is not in theory writing the ideas of the book, right? Right. Yeah, you need right. to be involved. If you want to get a ghostwriter.
0: Yes. Amazing. (laughs) Well,
1: (laughs) for the future of uh, ghostwriting, what (laughs) advice would you give people interested in getting into it as a career?
0: Oh, um, yeah, that's a great question. Uh, So I think what you need to be to be a successful ghostwriter is you need to be a fast writer. Um, I think you need to be really adaptable. You need to be able to, you know, take, take those ideas and, and figure out how they can, you know, rework them and figure out how they fit into this bigger hole that you're trying to create. You have to be very creative and innovative, um, about the ideas that are coming at you and how those are gonna, you know, fit into this bigger picture. Um, I think, uh, the other, you know, thing about that, about ghostwriting is really the pricing. Um, you can, it's it's very easy if you don't have a good process uh, <laughs> to get stuck into this place where you know you've you've negotiated a price, but suddenly this project is taking twice as long as you thought, yeah. or you know something mm-hmm. unusual comes up, and all of a sudden now you're you're not really making out <laughs> on the project. So you have to be really careful about pricing it out and making sure you can kind of stick to a deadline. I talk to ghostwriters often who say, you know, Oh, I don't give anyone a deadline. (laughs) You know, (laughs) I just, I'm just going to work on this book until it's done. And I think, Whoa, that, that would not work for me. (laughs) Very (laughs) scary. And I can't imagine, I can't believe that clients are like, okay, (laughs) hope it gets done this year. You know? Um, so I really like to have those deadlines. It helps me, And I think it helps the client as well, you know, get get to the point where, oh, I can see the light at the end of the tunnel. You know, this book is going to be finished um, and that makes everybody feel good. Yeah. (laughs) uh, Yeah. So I think, you know, have a good process. Make sure you're getting paid well for what it is. And it it probably takes some practice. But um, but yeah, you you can definitely get there if, if you're a good writer. You know, that's it's a really great I think it's a great career for someone who loves to write.
1: Yeah, very cool. Very interesting career. Mm-hmm. And I think also mm-hmm. hidden in there is some reverse uh, advice as well. If if you are, if anyone listening is looking to get a ghostwriter, uh, mm-hmm. make sure that you know <laughs> what you are paying for and probably try and have a time limit on it.
0: <laughs> yes, yes. Make sure you, you know what you're going to get and when you're going to get it because... Mm. Yeah, I, I know that I've talked to people who have been in trouble with ghostwriters in the past. You know where, yeah. you know they've they've agreed to give you something in three months, and three months comes and goes, and you haven't heard from them. You know these yeah. kinds of things. So make sure you've got a contract, and make sure that everything is very clear. Yeah, yeah.
1: Amazing. Well, that brings us to the final question. Um, as always, the question is, Emily, if you were stranded <laughs> on a desert island with one book. Which book (laughs) would you take with you?
0: Oh, this is going to be funny. Uh, so <laughs> my number one book for being stranded on a desert island is The Complete Works of Plato. <laughs> oh,
1: okay. Um,
0: it's a big, thick, heavy, mm-hmm. you know, tome of a book full of, I don't know, hundreds of dialogues. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I think I could keep myself very entertained <laughs> for a long time, <laughs> reading all of Plato's dialogues and yeah, thinking about yeah, yeah. the ideas in that book. So, Going
1: yeah, back to your academic yeah. roots there.
0: Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Amazing. Yes, yes, a
1: great choice. And if you don't think Plato is a classic, then I don't know. What to do. Right, <laughs> doesn't get exactly. more classic than that. <laughs>
0: exactly, and you know, all the time I spent in grad school, I really only scratched the surface on all of those dialogues. So you know, it'd be very cool to he was to quite systematically prolific, wasn't he? Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Or Imagine. he, or whoever was, you know, <laughs> whoever yeah. was helping him, Them. his ghostwriter.
1: <laughs> yeah, all his ghost, his army of ghostwriters. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> amazing. Well, thank you so much, Emily, for coming on the podcast and sharing your knowledge uh, and experience uh, with us. It's been really amazing chatting with you.
0: Yeah, thanks, Jamie. It was fun.
1: And um, for everyone listening, to keep up with everything that Emily is doing, you can follow her on LinkedIn, uh, Emily Crookston, or you can find her on Twitter at EM Crookston, on Instagram at The Pocket PhD, or the website, thepocketphd.com. And to make sure you don't miss an episode of this podcast, follow us on Twitter at Right and Wrong UK and on Instagram at Right and Wrong Podcast. Thanks again to Emily and thanks for everyone listening. We'll catch you on the next one.